I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Andy Bush and Louise Maloney here, back with another installment of the 80s of the 90s. Sorry, at the very beginning, they might have heard uh, Louise scratch herself like a dog. <laughs> Even Ryan right scratch. What's wrong with you? What's going I just on? felt a bit itchy. I, I have been told I'm quite itchy. Quite an itchy person. Yeah. I hope you're okay ahead of you going on a fancy, uh, fancy little trip abroad. I'm a bit nervous because obviously uh, it's a bit um, crazy the airports at the moment. But this is one of those holidays that we've been looking forward to it for like two and a half years now. It was meant to happen, meant to happen, meant to happen, and it didn't. And we're finally going. Uh, me and my kind of oldest schoolmates. How many of you? How many girls in total? Four girls in total. Okay. Will they be fighting? There's a lot. Of, sometimes never, they descend into never, fighting. Ever, 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 ever. Each other's will they hair? Be? Never in a million years. Jeanette, leave her. <laughs> Jeanette, leave her. Leave her, Jeanette. <laughs> we do talk about that. We just don't fight ever. I think we've. I don't know. We just weren't never. We weren't that. Boy bunch of girls ever really wow that's amazing so you're going to Portugal going to Portugal I'm going to I'm going to be going to Bristol in the summer so Woo-hoo! fantastic there's just a little uh, juxtaposition of the difference in our lives go right on now. tell me what's the crack in Bristol just going to stay, stay in an Airbnb we've got this situation we've got, we know so many people in Bristol mm. right that used to live there for a load of years we can't just like you, know, you can't just go and see one person I imagine when you go back to Dublin it's the same you can't just like sneak in and see one person no. so we're going to hold hold court mm-hmm. for like a uh, like Sultan of Brunei we're going we're gonna to have an Airbnb and then we're just going to get people to come to the house take, uh, I call it taking guests we're going to be taking I'm going to take high tea yep. I want to sit in some kind of schmock mm-hmm. on a chaise long and then have people come into the uh, the vestibule and chat to me you have a body for a chaise long thank you very much uh, yeah I do this now when I go to Dublin now I used to go and kind of see loads of people and I by the time I get back to London I'll be wrecked and now I'm just like okay I'm going to stay in this hotel whoever wants to come and see me come and see me and it's great luck. Uh, do get in touch and tell us your normal approach when you're uh, going back to somewhere where you know a lot of people Shays Long Airbnb Hotel do tell you can tweet us at Bush on the radio uh, just one other thing that's just come in mm. uh, my friend Kester has, has uh, sent me a text uh, of a conversation uh, that his kids were having we'll get on to the whole bees in the uh, 80s of the 90s in a second listen to this right his two kids are called Otto and Isla great names Otto and Isla were playing downstairs for a bit Isla came down and then Otto was up for maybe a minute more and I heard crying so went halfway up the stairs he's at the top of the stairs saying it's scary I said to him well, it's not scary darling don't worry what's scaring you Otto says the old man I say an old man Otto says yes in my room uh, <laughs> I say what did he say Otto says he said go downstairs what about that? I thought you were about to say... What about that? There's an old man's ghost in Kester's house. I thought you were going to say, and it turned out he was listening to Absolute Radio. No, there's no joke, there's no joke to it. <laughs> okay, there's no nice ending. see how I was primed for the punchline there? There is none. It's not. I'm really sorry to start off with a really unsettling thing, but it's just, it's just a text that's come in a couple of minutes ago from my friend Kester. 
he's got a ghost of an old man. So I have a, 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 a friend too, and she's married. They've got two little girls, and apparently the little girls always saying stuff about the little boys in my room again. Oh my lord! I know, yeah. And apparently she sees stuff in that house all the time, where she's like, you know, she references people upstairs in the house all the time that aren't there. I don't, I don't want to be stereotypical, Louise, but you, you must know someone who's got a bit of holy water that can go around there and sort that out. <laughs> Do you know, my granny used to run out of the house when I used to drive away from her, dousing my car <laughs> in holy it. water. Uh, the, do you remember the uh, incense as well they used to have on, the, on a chain? Yeah. My dad's gag, every time we were in very rare moments when I was in church with my dad, he used to nudge me and go, his handbag's on fire. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with it. It's the A to Z of the 90s. This week, the category is B. Let's do this. Right then, in the A to Z of the 90s, B is for, I'm going to put to you, someone that's been tweeted into us by a fella called Old Gold on Twitter, and I agree with him, Blockbusters. Oh, the video store. The video store Blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you're from Ireland. You mm-hmm. hail from Ireland. Mm-hmm. Did you have an Irish how, equivalent over there? How could you tell? Some <laughs> slight thing in the accent. I don't know what it is. Do you have a Blockbusters over there? Yeah, or do you? it was called Extra Vision. Oh my and, word. And uh, we're just an X at the beginning, obviously, for like coolness. Future. E- extra vision. And we would be there, you know, it'd be a real treat to go on a Friday night. Yeah. Um, and there would be lots of roaming the aisles. I think nearly the best thing was going there and maybe staying there for an hour choosing which video you were going to get. That. You don't get that anymore now. No. Like, uh, choosing a film now is, is stressful. Like, if you have Netflix, I hate the way the films start playing. You know, it starts kicking off when you're just trying to read the bit about it. You That's can, a wind up. You can turn that off, by the way. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> And then I, I, I used to like the jeopardy of go, maybe going down there and, and the film's not in. Mm. Like someone might have rented it. Do you know what I mean? Like what they should do, right? If you're listening, you're Netflix. What they should do is this. I've, I've had this idea for a while, but no one has yet to get back to me on the hundreds of emails I sent about it. What about Netflix old school, aka blockbuster style? One one month where there's only two of each thing mm-hmm. in. So if someone's got Star Wars mm. and you want to watch Star Wars, you can't because a family in St Ives are watching it. Well, this is a true story. I went four times to get the same film and it was out, right? Yeah. Death Becomes Her. Is that the name that of the That was film? always out. Like, oh my it was God, never in. That, so we should do that. that. That would be a thing. So if, you, if you're involved in, uh, in Netflix, high up in Netflix, or you're you know, one of the people into streaming, get in touch, sign up the rights to it. Uh, at Bush on the radio on Twitter. Louise, hit me with a B from the 90s. Uh, okay, I'm going to hit you with um, Biker Grove. I used to love Biker Grove. Oh, with so all my good, heart. wasn't it? Biker, Biker, down to Biker Grove. <laughs> I really um I really loved that. Obviously around kind of the late eighties until the early two thousands, so right through the nineties. Did it go for that long? Yeah. Oh Gave gosh. us uh, people like Donna Eyre. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge, huge girl crush on her as well. So that's yes. Nicole Appleton from last week, uh, Donna Eyre from this week. I'll Louise, make notes. I'll, I'll run, girl crushes. A running list of uh, Louise girl crushes. Yeah. Donna Eyre. PJ and Duncan, so obviously Anton yeah. Deck. And of course they got hit in the eyes with... Uh, they scared the life out of me about oh paintballing. They Bush, did. I was just going to say that. Like, I still remember watching that episode. Mm. Um, so, you know, obviously the programme hit topics that had never really been seen before. <laughs> Teen pregnancy, um, drug addiction, <laughs> and then paintballing. Who knew? It's big issue. Kids dealing with it and, and a lot of times they don't know who to turn to. And I did do a bit of reading about this and apparently they did that just because they wanted to show kids that there are consequences for your actions and he didn't wear his goggles. He didn't wear his goggles. Didn't. It's weird, it does go through your mind. I went uh, paintballing for a friend's stag do about two or three years ago and I swear the first thing that goes through your head is you're stepping out there into the, the disused NCP that most paintball things are. You think, I don't want to end up like PJ or Duncan Whichever with, one. with like paint in your eyes. I know. I think that's the, the real episode that really stuck with everyone, isn't it? Because 
think it was near towards the end as well, wasn't it? Um, it, was, it was like was it the finale? Might have been the finale or around that, yeah. Uh, other characters that I was obsessed with uh, in Biker Grove. Do you remember Spooky? Spooky man. I vaguely do. Gingerish yeah. child I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> it's like flame hair, like literally hair on fire, like Lionel from the Thundercats. Um, her, her and her brother used to fight all the time. They used mm. to. Go, they were always. If you're going to go to a different youth club, they'd always said they were going. I'm going to Denton Burn. I'm not coming back. Mm. And I love the accent because obviously my other half, Katie, is from Northumberland. And just to tie things back into TV again, um, you know, on Sky. If you've got certain remotes or changes, doofers, whatever you call it, click a button on the side and say the TV channel, it will change channel for you. Good Lord, witchcraft. But doesn't understand her voice. No! Doesn't understand Geordie. So they need to update, if you if you work at Sky, you need to update the uh, the tech so it can understand Geordie. So insulting. By the way, going back to you ginger people, you know I have a real, just a very strong attraction to ginger-haired people, male and female. Do my, you? My first boyfriend had like flame red hair. Oh yeah. I think some people would think it's an unusual taste. Any guy with red hair, yeah, I'm in. I feel like, uh, I feel confident in saying this, gingerness has had a rebrand in the modern times. Back in, the day, back in the day, and I don't, I don't want to get into trouble for this, but I'm just going to say it, if you, would, if you had ginger hair back in the day, you'd look like a clairvoyant. <laughs> like now, ginger's very like Channel 4. Do you well, know what I mean? Like Channel 4 movie. Listen, I was there way before the Channel 4 movies, just flying the ginger flag. Another another Louise crush for you there for the list. Also as well, one final character from Biker Grove. Do you remember Jeff? Jeff mm. Munn. He looked like, if you're a Star Wars fan, a Gamorrean guard, a little piggy guy <laughs> with... Te- I don't know, he, like, he used to work there. He was a miserable, miserable man with a big old beard. I just love the way it was always on when I got in from school and it was sort of not treating young people like idiots, you know? It yes. was like young, like heavy hitters, really good characters, really cool for young people and I just loved it. I actually don't think there's been anything like it since, to be honest. I don't think there has been. No. I feel bad for kids now with their TV stuff. It's, yeah. uh, you have kids, so like, Erin, what would she be watching when she gets in from school? Anything well, good? She's gone from... CBBS, which okay. is like Mr. Tumble, yeah. pull your hair out, to CBBC. So it's all like uh, um, Tracy Beaker, people okay, living in halfway houses and boarding schools and all that kind mm. of stuff. So, yeah, it's all that kind of thing. Anything but as edgy as Biker Grove, though? No, nothing. I yeah. swear to God, you. nothing as edgy as Biker Grove. Bloody love a reunion of that now. The game's gone. The A to Z of the 90s with Andy Bush and Louise Maloney. Uh, an epic voyage, an odyssey through the 1980s trying to categorise everything in alphabetical order. Uh, this week it's B's. Great to have your company. Uh, we love suggestions from you guys as well. Particularly if you do it on Twitter, get you to do a little voice note for us and take it to the next level. Here is a little voice note from an, an esteemed listener. Hi Bush, hi Louise, it's Natalia here. I think, nay, I insist that Beanie Babies being the A to Z of the 90s. What was a Saturday as an eight-year-old without a trip to the shops to get a new Beanie Baby to join the family? And lest we forget the summers of joy when McDonald's used to give away teeny Beanie Babies with Happy Meals. Every Wednesday was a new release and it was a legitimate thrill when you knew you were getting picked up from school to go to McDonald's. It was a time when one ninety nine could get you dinner and a highly valuable miniaturised collectible. We are absolutely living the dream in the days of Beanie Babies and their glory. Natalia there, uh, extolling the virtues of good old-fashioned Beanie Babies. Did you have them when you were back in the day in the 90s? I didn't have... uh, No, I didn't have them myself, but I know about them. I know they're going for, like, some crazy prices these days. Well, this is interesting because my sister-in-law, Ali, um, who up in Northumberland, in her parents' loft, she has refused to let them chuck out any of the Beanie Babies. She's got loads of them up there. Mm, So hang on, I'm just having a look now. Uh, Claude the Crab, Beanie Baby, $9,000. Get out of town. I know. Imagine that. 
Unbelievable. I'd, I'd love to be one of those people that kept their toys. Obviously, in a good way, I kind of played them to death and that was it. But like my Star Wars figures, you see these people now who kept Star Wars figures in a box. Yeah, but they're dead inside those people, Bush. It's like a bad episode of, like, or you know, one of the toy stories, isn't it? Where <laughs> trapped in the plastic, never played with by kids, you know what I mean? There is something really sad about that, though, isn't it? I, I, look, I get it. People are into it and they want to keep things in their pristine condition. But uh, I just think there's something sad about keeping something in the box and never, ever taking it out. Another B from the... Uh, 90s here has been put forward by one of our listeners, Will, who says you've got to talk about the Bermuda Triangle. Okay, so I was going to say this to you. We heard so much about the Bermuda Triangle when we were growing up. Yeah. It doesn't really feel... Well, first of all, what do you think? Real or not real? There's got to be something to it. There's lots of planes disappearing. They're doing movies about it and all Mm. that kind of thing. It was a big thing in the 90s, wasn't it? It was, and it's not so much as a threat as I thought it would be to my everyday life. bit like that and quicksand. Always heard about quicksand. Always heard about the Bermuda Triangle. Not really that that affected by either of those. Well, this links into the previous series of this podcast, the 80s that had grown up in the 80s, because spontaneous human combustion was a big thing. Do you remember that? Everyone was catching fire and just blowing up. Old ladies sitting next to Calagas heaters watching, you know, the news at 10. Poof! Up like a Roman candle. Then it just stopped. And and I feel like in many ways, uh, the Bermuda Triangle is the spontaneous human combustion of the 90s. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. But what's that's what's the noughties or the... What decade are we in now? What are they calling that? I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what century we are. <laughs> I, had to, I had to write a blurb for this podcast. And I was like... Bring 26... It, I, yeah, yeah. I don't okay. know. Do you know what's... Listener, do you know what century we'll it is? We'll get you there. We'll get, get you there. Get up to speed with it. Yeah, yeah. Hit us with another B in the 80s or the 90s then, please, Louise. Uh, so, uh, buffaloes. Do you know what buffaloes are? As in giant animals no, you no, get no, like no, no, no. fur from and stuff. So, <laughs> well, those, but not specifically those. Uh, buffalo boots. So buffalo boots were these kind of footwear that we wore back in the 90s and they had right. a, they were a platform. Were these just for girls or were boys wearing these too? I think um, boys were, 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 I think they were unisex and I think they definitely are now more so as well. Right. Um, so basically buffaloes were to be worn, a bit of a look back at last week with these um parachute trousers, these really sloppy trousers. Like it, as these, a la All Saints. Exactly. Right. And these buffalo shoes would give you another couple of inches so you could get even more length in your parachute trousers. They were really expensive. There was yep. a buffalo store on Wicklow Street in Dublin and Bush, I would wear the floor out in that place. Wow. I would look at every single one of them. I would spend time. I had a navy and white pair that I wore all the time. Uh, used to wear them to teen discos with a crop top and the parachute pants. But I swear, because the the um, heel was so heavy, yep. what's, the, what's this muscle here? That's your calf muscle. Yeah, my calf. Is that not a hamstring, no? Hamstring's a part of it, though, Okay, so this calf muscle here behind, I swear to God, it's still in peril from those buffalo boots. Because I've seen some, like, you know, the same with high heels. Mm. This is not a weirdo thing, but I've I've observed the back of ladies' legs on a number of occasions. I think that's the job of them, yeah, to be honest. It's exactly what they want you to do. You get a little tiny, like, really specific calf muscle right yeah. at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what, what would happen it's, with it's these? It's similar. It's just that they were so heavy and laces weren't cool that, um, well, certainly tying them weren't cool. You'd sort of, you'd nearly drag them behind you a little bit. But you can get these shoes these days that are, that, don't they work out? They they work your body by, they've got like a, they're like... An orthopedic shoe. Not necessarily an orthopedic boot, but it's, okay, I, I haven't got the evidence to back this up, but 
it was like crescent shaped. Right. So when you when you rolled your foot forward, this does look like something from Return to Oz. But um, as you rolled your foot forwards, it worked the muscles on your back of your legs. Okay. To well, give you a workout. It absolutely was not them. That basically. was not buffalo shoes. <laughs> no. But you're not scared of going over on your ankle on them. No, because they were oh, actually. Oh, imagine your ankle. I know, and I do Oof. think there were periods of time where that did happen. But definitely, they were very cool back in the day. Uh, I'd love to find the pair that I wore. I, I hope they're in the attic somewhere. Um, but I couldn't get through B without talking about buffaloes. I think the Spice Girls made them popular originally. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, they just went wild after that. Well, if they're still in the loft, they might still be worth as much as your Beanie Babies. Oh, wouldn't that be a, a treat? Right, another great B in the A to Z of the 90s uh, is Boys to Men. Oh, my. De- oh, so good. Now, I, I want to try and make an observation. Yeah, yeah, amazing. I want to try and make an observation about this, but it's, it's, it's a difficult thing to say but I believe it to be true. I would say music back then was a lot about rose petals around a girl's bed and kind of loving you and... Romance, you know, maybe? Kind of, yeah. Is it called mm. romance? That, mm. kind of, that kind of thing, like cooking your tea when you've got back from work, that kind of thing, baby. That kind of baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Whereas yeah. now, music's just about... Oh, I'm going to shag... Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna, you what I'm should do. see the actions he's doing with his hands. Going to go around your, you're going to come around my ass. Going to go around your ass. I actually, Ugh. know what you mean. You're actually dead right. Yeah. The romance is gone. Whereas at least, but you know, boys to men with all their white, big, baggy trousers and going on about girlfriend. Mm. I'm going to make love to you 24 seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very ballady back then. And um, it's all gone. The game's gone for that kind. Of- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I feel bad. I was in a taxi having had maybe a couple of wines there a, couple, uh, a few years ago with a few friends and end of the road came on Boys to Men. <laughs> well, we deafened that poor guy. It's one of those, they're one of those bands, you know, when it comes on, you know all the words, you sing along and it's just such a good feel good moment. It's an amazing, amazing band, amazing song. I, I just obsessed with one of them who looks just like a pencil. He's got the thinnest head <laughs> I've ever seen. exactly who you're talking well, it's about. Once one with glasses on, he, uh, he looks like a pencil. <laughs> I just feel like if he wasn't in a band, I'm not sure he would have gotten any in his own life. He would have, hats would have been a nightmare for him. Yeah. Uh, glasses, he had glasses on, and I think he must have stuck them to the back of his head. <laughs> uh, in the A to Z of the 90s, B is for boys to men. So I think it'd be, it would be wrong, Bush, if we didn't talk about Denise Van Outen during A to Z of the 90s. She is in so many different parts of the 90s, isn't she? She you really I mean? is. Omnipresent. So I thought we had to hear from her. Well, that would be good. Yeah, so I called her up, asked her if she would get in touch with the show and let us know what her favourite thing of the 90s was. So do you want to get this voice note? Let's have a listen. Hi, Bush and Louise. Denise Van Outen here. So my favourite thing about the 90s was bucket hats because if you went to a festival or you had a big night out they basically cover your face and you look cool so you can get away with a stinking hangover but still look kind of 90s cool love that thank you denise van outen Mm -hmm. actual 90s royalty Mm -hmm. on this podcast secondly it kind of marries up with another thing i was going to mention for b obviously is just brit pop bucket hats brit pop stone roses all that kind of thing were you into like your indie 
bands and all that kind of thing. Louise, don't I, pull the young person card on me. No, I don't think dare. I was cool enough to be into indie. No, I honestly don't think I was cool enough back in the day. What did you describe your musical uh, allegiance was in, in the 90s? Oh, I was probably a little bit pop back then. Okay. I really was. Although my first gig, what was your first gig, Bush? The Furies and Davy Arthur. <laughs> okay, Jesus. My mum and dad took us to, to watch a folk band at Bristol uh, Hippodrome. So there's just three fellas with big uh, Aaron jumpers and beards drinking Guinness and telling stories. Jesus, God, well, we really wasn't expecting you to say that. I know, it was, that's, and now that is indelibly my first gig. What was your first gig? The Fugees in the Point Depot in Dublin. That's, that's very cool, isn't it? That is probably, yeah. Ready yeah. or not. It totally. And I still love Lauren Hill to this day. But anyway, anyway, anyway Denise Van Eyck, and she's so on theme with her B as well with the bucket hats. Yes. Um, I agree. I think they were, they did have their time. Now, apparently, they are coming back or they're a little bit back. Have you seen them around at festivals? Uh, I've seen them. Yeah. They look cool. Mm. But if I try and wear any form of a hat... Hang on a second. Do they look cool? I think they do look cool. I'm okay. the right kind of person. But yeah. it, when I put a hat on, I look like I don't have long left. <laughs> and that's honestly true. There's nothing... I've tried all sorts of hats over the years. It what, just looks that? like I've come to the end. What's that about? I don't know. I looked absolutely terrible in hats. Also, it's a bit unfair for Denise Van Eyten to be saying bucket hats because, like, she's obviously going to look amazing in a bucket She's going to look cool in a bucket hat, not she? <laughs> you know what I mean? At a festival. Haven't been up all night. But, like, I just think not everyone can wear a bucket hat. Can I just say, at this point, obviously, B, Britpop, 90s, the category is B, uh, Rennie from the Stone Roses, I'm going to put forward as the best, probably the best drummer of all time. Okay. And he had the bucket hat. He made the bucket hat cool, I think, in many ways. If someone wants to get back in touch and say, on a minute, there was someone wearing bucket hats before Rennie from the Stone Roses mm-hmm. then, I'm willing to meet them at any pub car park in the United Kingdom. <laughs> fight this. 48 hours notice, and let's just fight this out. And if you want to get in touch, we love hearing from you about this thing, about these things. Uh, all you've got to do is drop us a little tweet, at Bush on the radio, get involved. So a lot of people have also been getting in touch uh, about a thing on CFAX or Teletext called the bamboozle. Do you remember Bamboozle? No. So, did you, I don't mean this in a bad way again. Again, this is in many ways a, cult, a sharing of cultural information. Did you have Teletext and CFAX in Ireland? Feck off. Um, yes, the answer our, is yes. Our mutual friend Brian, just as an aside, told me, because his family are Irish, that didn't you have the, do you have the rosary in the evenings? Yeah. You used to have the rosary at night. The so last it thing would on the come telly. on, it's not the last, so at six o'clock it would come on, the telly. Um, and you have the rosary on the telly. And it would just be bells. And Well, I mean, it's more for our grandparents' age, but they, you, you, there is a time, it's not It's not there anymore, right. but there is a time in the day where it would come on and you'd sit down and do the rosary. In the modern Zoom, you know, get-together parlance, it would be a, 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 ro- a prayer-along. A prayer along, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, a rosary along. And actually, when you think about it, like, if you're all in your houses and everyone stops to do the rosary at six o'clock, that's kind of nice. What is the deal with the, because, uh, you know, is, is it Hail Mary, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, one big our father? Four well, and a one? No, it's ten, isn't it? Is it ten? Well, think about how long the rosary beads are. Yeah. They're so long. Yeah. Or were you thinking five one, five one? Five one, five one, five one. Five, I mean, I did go to a Catholic school. I will be. I, this is not good for me not to Purgatory. know this. Weirdly, <laughs> my other half, Katie, uh, only recently, only recently thought that you just said. You know, one said ten Hail Marys. Mm, she thought you just said Hail Mary ten times. <laughs> It's not going to stamp your ticket. Uh, but yeah, if you were a fan of uh, teletext-based quizzes, but you can't beat Bamboozle, and the best thing was about it, it would ask you a question, and you wouldn't know what it was, and you had to press the reveal button on your remote, and the, the answer was there. At that time, in the 90s, that was cutting-edge mm. entertainment technology. And you take it one step further by, and we'll come back to this uh, later point, but booking your holidays on teletext This as well. is my next thing. Could you look at flights and stuff? Yeah, yeah. You could, oh I, I, we went God. on a holiday. We went on a, on on a, a, on a, a lad's holiday on teletext. <laughs> Where'd you go? We went to Benidorm. It was the worst holiday oh, I've ever had in my life. Bush. Right, bad. Sorry, I digress here. We spent, It was so cold, we used to sit on the balcony in blankets and then play with a laser pen moving cats around in the garden. 
You guys are so lame. That was it. There are girls there, Bush. I know, but there was one girl there that we saw at a pub. I don't want to go into it too much. But she's famous over there. First name, Sticky. Second name rhymes with it. And and I, if I close my eyes, I can still see it. I don't, I don't want to even... I can't even get into it. It's Bush, just that bad. I am speechless. It's awful. I can't speechless. We're going to move on from that. Let's just move on. Yeah. Am I bringing you one? Go on. You ready? Hit me with one. How can I not talk about Bewitched? Yes, Bewitched. Some people say I look like me dad. Isn't that what she says? Is it fight? You fight like your dad? No, some people say I look like me dad. And she goes, are you serious? And then at the end she goes, fight like me dad too. At the oh, very exactly. end. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's exactly it. So I guess coming from Dublin like you do, mm. uh, the Bewitched girls were like your Spice Girls. Well, let's not go crazy. Let's not overplay the <laughs> cultural importance of the witch. Yeah, I mean they. I mean they were so good at the, t- at the time. That were song, they though? Yeah, at the time they were. Were they, they though? They also had this song called Weatherman that I really enjoyed. Uh, no, no, they tried to get a bit more serious in all their denim, exactly. didn't they? I think they wanted to be the cores, um, and they weren't. But they were very, very good for like the year they were around. Do you know what? I've got a problem with Bewitch because I went to a holiday camp in Brixham in Devon, mm. and they had a house band. And the band, every night, I just obviously was working on the bar, so I just, I'd just see their act every single night. Every night for the entire season, they'd do their first song, and then uh, they would play Sailor V. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Sailor V? And then at the end, the, the uh, drummer would pretend to drop his drumstick, and he'd bend, uh, the guitarist would pen down and pick it up, and then the keyboard player would do a trump noise on his keyboard. <laughs> and that would wrap up Sailor V every single night. So whenever <laughs> I hear the end of that song, I always think he's going to do that joke again. <laughs> Uh, and are they, are they are they okay now though? Because that's a good question. We should probably check on them. One of them served me a drink on stilts at the backstage area of the Hard Rock Calling Festival about five or six years ago. Oh no, boy! I know. I feel really bad. I was like, I think that's her off um, Bewitched. That is. Oh, we don't know if it definitely was her. I think it pretty was. Oh, pretty much that was is, her. That's 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 upset me. But she was on stilts though. Fair well, play. I can't. I can't go on stilts. To be honest, like, but um, yeah, and it's so funny. It, they really have stood the test of time because when that song comes on and people. People are out. They just absolutely love it. And people always bring up Bewitched to me because obviously I'm in London and I've got the accent. I haven't lost it at all. And yeah, I just, I have to say, I had to, they have to go in with bees. So they're in they're in the list for sure. Uh, another one actually that probably should have popped up a bit earlier on when you were talking about, uh, what were those shoes you were saying? Buffaloes. Uh, Pete says you need to mention British night trainers. Okay. Did you have any BK trainers? No. Pete, that's full and flat, mate, because I don't know what they are either. <laughs> But Pete, come on! A very specific type of trainer from back in the day. In the A to Z of the 90s, I'm afraid Pete, BK trainers ain't going in. Nope. So in the A to Z of the 90s, Louise, what else is going in for category B? Right, I'm going to play you a quote. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. How good is that? So you want to you wanna bring up... That whole thing? I th- you want to go back there? We can't not. We have to talk about that. Quote. It was huge. It was. I remember watching it on the telly. I remember everyone talking about it in school. And now I just think listening to it in 2022, it's so cringy. Like, he knew exactly what had happened. And obviously, he had no idea it was ever going to come out. It's so embarrassing. There's an amazing documentary series about it. I can't mm. remember. What it, I think it's on Netflix about the whole... Because, you know, like sometimes where you, you see history unfold, but you never, you don't actually... You think you know what's going on, but you don't realise the half of it. So that's definitely worth a watch. The, the other thing for me is that uh, there are certain things... In, in life that I remember sitting up with my mum and watching and I think like the impeachment stuff we used to mm. sit I remember sitting up watching the, the first Iraq war the OJ Simpson trial I remember but that was another one of those big cultural moments where it's just like the, the more you read about it the more it's just like oh my god my toes just curl hearing that now because he it was such a barefaced lie do you know what I mean like how yeah. did he live with himself after that I, and I can't I can't smoke a cigar again <laughs> 
Unbelievable, isn't it? So this is uh, a really important one, Bush. Probably okay. the most important that will go in for me. Right, so the um, most important Maybe. Be... Top five. Top right. ten. Um, it's getting bigger list this she, I was going to say, yeah. Uh, she came around in the late 90s, but she's just pipped it in 1999. Okay. Any ideas? What, is she a singer? What is she? Yeah, 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 singer. Bonnie Tyler. Britney Spears. Oh, yes. I remember when she um, had that video out for Baby One More Time and the little schoolgirl outfit and the flicking of the pencil. Do you remember the beginning of that video? And I was obsessed with her from that moment. It was huge, wasn't it? The, the cultural impact of that video. I don't know why it was that video had such a big effect, but it was absolutely massive. I also don't think there had, any, there had been anyone like her before. There had been girl bands and whatnot, but she was this young girl, so pretty. Girls wanted to, so such a cliche, girls wanted to be her, boys wanted to be with her uh-huh. but she was girls loved her just as much as boys and she was just absolutely stunning amazing voice proper talent yeah. and she just had that star quality she still does and of course now it's relevant for the era that we're in that she's managed to untangle herself from it was like a weird like a weird like save Britney free Britney yeah, stuff going on Britney. wasn't it but I did follow that from years ago um, because I knew her her Instagram was always so wacky and to think what she was being put through behind the scenes is crazy now when you think about it she was the biggest star in the world at one point well there was uh, you know any, I think anyone who starts that young though there was always, it's always a bit strange isn't it but I would urge anyone if you're listening to this take, if you take one thing from this podcast be in the 80s or the 90s Britney Spears if you go to a pub or bar in the next week or so, do us a favour and stick the straw over your ear and have a Britney Spears microphone. Oh, please do. What an amazing way to have a night out. Yeah. One other one I'm going to chuck at you now, Louise, in the 80s, out of the 90s. Uh, Neil says, B&H Siggies. Oh. So, have you smoked one? I used to smoke B&H back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I, I started on B&H when I was like 12 or 13. This is, by the way, this is awful. This is awful. We don't, we don't condone this. And neither of us smoke anymore. Do, I don't smoke anymore. No. Did you, do you, you don't smoke never, anymore? Never, never, never. I got hypnotised away from smoking. Oh my God, you did. So is I, that how addicted you were, yeah? Well, I was, it, it was coming up to the ban, all right? And all right, I, I yeah. went over to Dublin mm. and you couldn't smoke in the bars there. Mm. And I was actually, because I thought it was going to be terrible when the ban kicked in. I can't remember what year the ban was, but I was like, right, I'm going to do this myself before the ban comes yeah. over here. And I got hypnotised by the woman. In Ireland or in here? In, in in Bristol. Yeah. But she gave me a CD of the of her hypnotising me so I could listen to it again if I felt like I had a wobble. And I've never had a wobble since with it. But I did have a listen to the CD just out of curiosity. And you know the worst thing was, because I was doing early morning breakfast at that time, I can hear me snoring from about halfway through. <laughs> Sorry, she's just talking to me whilst I was just going. <laughs> Although I do, the only thing I miss about smoking, occasionally, you know, sometimes you walk past someone and you get a whiff of like a, a gulwar mm. as just getting out of a tube station. Sometimes I do miss that a little bit, but I would never want to get back onto it again. But it's a bit I mean? sick because when I like, like that step out of a tube station and someone lights up in front of me, like I'm trying to breathe it in, I'm like, oh, that smells really good. Yeah, I know. I don't want to smoke myself, but I really enjoy But do you remember how your hair smoke? used to smell when you used to go to a nightclub? I know, but like, I just, I, there's nothing like sitting in an Irish pub with a drink and a cigarette and smoking inside. It's so cold. And so nice. But can you, can you believe we used to do that? People I know. used to you, imagine me and you having dinner here. Mm. We could have a fellow with a beard and a pipe. I know. Right? Imagine him to our right, a, a yard away, just smoking away, chuffing, chuffing like it's going out of fashion. I know, it's crazy, it really is. But I have to say, Benson and Hedges were sort of, I think, I don't know, must have been, I think my brother smoked them where they were lying around or something, and that's what I first smoked. So it was pretty hardcore from the beginning. It was, it's, I'd say it's a plasterous cigarette. <laughs> Neil, thank you of all the amazing things that we've got in the 90s. Thanks for suggesting a pack of snouts. So we have to mention our, po- our poster boy. Poster boy, of course, for this yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, so it's Blobby. What's your thoughts on Mr Blobby? I have a few thoughts. 
Um, it's not something that I massively got back in the day. I right. thought I really thought like, what the hell are those Brits laughing at over there? You mean specifically uh, Noel's house party, crinkly bottom? And I don't want to get into the Mrs. Brown's boy thing. If someone's going to start throwing <laughs> mud, I will throw mud with you on that one. Okay, so even I'm you, not a you fan. Even, okay, no, okay, not enough. a fan of Mrs. Brown's boys. No, um, Mr. Blobby. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't get the hype. I got to say, like now as an adult looking back, I think he has got. Um, I was going to say he or she, but no, it is a he. Um, has amazing physical comedy. And and there is one scene right. where, like, Noel's going, I think, to New York or something, and Blobby, <laughs> Blobby throws a tantrum because he's not going. Yeah. And it's so good. Like, so some of it I do get. Parts of it, though, I'm like, I, I can't believe it went on so long. I know, it went on forever, for like, ages. For so, and you know that the guy who was inside the suit is a classically trained Shakespearean actor. He must have been dying inside, <laughs> wasn't he? <laughs> Dying in there, but like, I love the way you call him Blobby. But I call him Mister Blobby. Have I got some kind of like? Uh, I think you're just very issue? formal. I'm very formal in referring <laughs> yeah. to him. But the whole crinkly bottom thing, everything like that. I just I find anything in an outfit. What was the crinkly bottom thing again? Crinkly bottom is the the fictional location that no oh, one lived at. Oh my god, I haven't thought about that since I saw that back in the day. If you obviously the cover of this podcast is a brilliant picture by Darren Riley. Have a look at his other art. It's fantastic. He's done us. Obviously, the first series with the '80s was Maradona and the Hand of God. This time it's Mr. Blobby in the hand of God. But um, I just find people in outfits, in suits. I'll tell you what it is. My first ever girlfriend mm. used to work at the weekends dressed as Mr. Wimpy oh. in the Wimpy and Fleet Walk in Torquay. <laughs> so I remember walking past her because I knew she was working and she was outside dressed in a big sponge outfit with like a trident. And it's just freaked me out ever since. And so, did she ever wear it home? No, she never wore it home. Okay, did you want her to? Not really. Have you seen Mr. Wimpy? <laughs> I just thought everyone's got a quirk, you know. Oh, patting me face with his great big spongy hands. <laughs> I think that's a good point to leave it this week. Uh, so look, there you go. We've tried to get for as many as possible. Thank you so much for everyone who's got in touch uh, for B in the A to Z of the 90s. We are there on Twitter. Uh, if you want to come and suggest stuff for C, which is going to be next week, at Bush on the radio, get involved. Make sure you spread the word. Spread the love of the 90s podcast. Yeah, absolutely. We love doing it. We want to hear from you. And you come up with better stuff than us. Let's be honest. She's absolutely right. You do better stuff than us. So get in touch. Please, God, help us for next week. It's C. We will see you then. Take care. Bye.